Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called The Fans Go Wild. Have you ever been somewhere, maybe at a sporting event or a concert, where folks just broke out in effusive cheering? Where the joy could not be contained, maybe like when Elton John took the stage, usually directed toward an individual who was thought deserving of hoots, hollers, and hoorahs. The contagious feeling just sweeps across the crowd. The fans go wild because they believe the object of their attention is deserving of it, and they want him to hear their appreciation. This is how I see Paul's thoughts running. He has been praying for powerful, life-changing things to take place in those he loved, knowing that the God to whom he was praying could do anything. This emotional truth just wells up Though truly, even the spoken word doesn't quite do it justice. And he bursts forth with this. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Hmm. So, When you pray, do you think that God will do far more abundantly than all you ask or think? Far more abundantly? Okay, so that is super superlative. Paul is serious that God can outdo our finite thinking. So, do you and I pray expectantly, filled with faith and hope, because we are sure of both God's heart toward us and that he is wholly capable of doing anything. God's word is very clear that when we ask, we are to have faith that we will receive. For instance, James wrote, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Hmm. When we pray, we are to believe, aye, to have faith and stand steadfast upon the object of our faith. And when God answers our prayers, as He always does, Either no, not yet, or yes. Oh, and here is something extra to make you smile, so you know I love you and have heard your prayer. Because I have caught your tears in a bottle, or I just love to bring you joy. We are to give God the glory that is His due. We were created to give glory to our Creator. Just as an eye-catching inspirational work of art brings attention to the artist, so we, as the crown of God's creation, have been made to give Him glory. Let's consider Paul's doxology yet again. Now to Him who by the power at work within us is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think. To Him be glory in the Church and in Christ Jesus to all generations Forever and ever. Amen. The one who answers prayer 
the one who works out his will in us and through us in this world, it is to him we give glory. All of us who claim his name, down through the generations, telling and retelling his mighty works forever and ever. Or the tune to a child chorus runs through my mind. Now to the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, it's bad enough that I have laryngitis, but (laughs) you get the idea. Now to the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Indeed, it is the chief end of man to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Amen. If you'd like to read this or print it out, look at the uh, Bible passages once again, you can go to pastorwoman.com. Click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title is The Fans Go Wild. <laughs>